Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. So I love this gospel. I love this, uh, these images that Jesus gives from this section from Matthew. And I was planning on preaching, unpacking some of these images a little bit. But then I went back and was reading the first reading, doing a little more Lexio Divina with that first reading. And every once in a while, well, I don't know about every once in a while, but often what the Lord will do is as I'm praying with the scriptures, there's something, there's like a line I'll come across that, that just leaps off the page that just, um, it's like, like, it's like I never saw that before. And that's what happened with this first reading. Like, you look at these words and you ask, like, what in the world does that mean? So, for this homily this morning, I, want, I simply want to invite you into the awe and wonder that kind of filled me when I was going through that first reading from Paul's second letter to the Corinthians. And I just want to invite you to chew on this with me today. Um, so, okay. So, so, Paul says this. He writes this. But the one who gives us security with you in Christ... And who anointed us is God. He has also put his seal upon us and given the spirit in our hearts as a first installment. Okay, that's the line. I know you're like, really? No, but seriously, seriously. He has given us the spirit as the first installment, a first installment. So wait, Paul, you're telling me that God's God's holy word is telling me that the gift of the Holy Spirit, right, the third person of the Trinity who's infusing and invading every nook and cranny of my body and soul through his indwelling presence, like flooding me with divine life, not just human life, but this divine life that death can't touch, right? Enabling me to be transformed progressively more and more into Jesus, to do what he did, to say the things that he said, to suffer the way he suffered, to live in love as he lived in love. That same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead that same spirit that death finds detestable that makes me and you into a child of the Most High God, giving me access to the throne room of the Trinity, a place that not even angels dare to trod. Right? This same spirit that inspired the artists and the saints and the poets and the mystics and the prophets and the martyrs through the centuries, right? the Holy Spirit who spoke through the prophets, That same spirit, which is the animating principle of the church, right? It's as if the spirit is and is actually the soul of the church. You mean to tell me that that same Holy Spirit is only the first installment? That you're going to give me more? Like, you mean to tell me that there's more? Like, God, how could you be so lavish? How could it possibly, like, what could it possibly mean that the Holy Spirit is the first installment? Y'all know what the word first means, right? Yes? Okay. The first installment, as in, like, a series of more, that there's going to be more? How in the world? Like, what does that mean? Like, I'm not here this morning to explain this to you or to offer, like, a, oh, well, this is perhaps what the more could be. Because I have no idea. I have no idea what that could possibly mean. I'm here simply to stand with you in awe and wonder and to be overwhelmed at the thought that we have a God who is just so not stingy. We have a God who just wants to give 
everything. Everything. Like, what in the world, God? You are so good. Your promises are beyond our wildest imaginings, beyond our wildest dreams. How could you want to give us so much? It's just beyond our ability to comprehend. So that's your homework for today. Chew on that. What could that mean that the gift of the Spirit is only the first installment? Mind-blowing.